All right, all right, all right. Another NFC podcast. Welcome to the Never From Concentrate team. I am Valentin. I am Rajat. And we are sitting in my lovely home doing another podcast. How's it going, Rajat? Swell. Swell. This is our second podcast with the new mic. Hope you're enjoying the um, hopefully better sound. I like that uh, you judge your... It shows how much of an audiovisual nerd you are that the first thing you told me when you liked the Revisionist History podcast was like, just great sound production. How's the actual podcast? No, no, no. The sound, the production was spectacular. Yeah. Podcast stuff is right. Content it's, is an after. It's true, though. though I, didn't I... Because I downloaded a whole bunch of um, Dan Carlin stuff for the road trip we did. Uh, my girlfriend and I did. And his recent stuff is, is good. But some of his earlier stuff, I think he recorded on his laptop or something. And the way his voice just undulates, like, from... Uh, what does undulate mean? That? Yeah, yeah. So, like, sort of, like, waves in and out, right? Um, is wave a verb? Yeah, it can be. Yeah? To yeah. wave? Well, no, sorry. Like, obviously, you can, like, wave your hand. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. like... Uh, it waves in and out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, the boat was waving. No, that doesn't work, right? No. No, but the way you just said it, it waves in and out. That makes sense to me. Wouldn't it be like left, right, though? Not in and out. How do you wave in and out? I don't. Even, I don't well, know. if in and out is the mi- midpoint, and like, you're waving in and out of the midpoint. Oh, like uh, about the midpoint. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, it made sense. Yeah. So he he had uh, terrible audio production. It was really hard to listen to him. And so uh, comparing that to Gladwell's setup is just like night and day. Also, yeah, Gladwell, Gladwell I mean, has such a soothing voice. At some point, the content just takes over your heart, though. You stop caring about it. It does get in the way. It's like suspension yeah. of disbelief when continuity errors. There's a, there's a threshold, right? Like there's yeah, a threshold yeah. you have to exceed. Which you probably also had it a lot worse because you were in a car relative yeah. to like headphones. Road noise. I listen to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All Anyways, right. we're going to do something a little different just start with a hard, meaty, thick question. From Wait, the beginning. can, I, can yeah. I say the big news in What's my life? News? I got a car. <laughs> you just have to say it. Like, Everybody, a, I got you, a car. You can use the one left, one card you have left in this forever recorded oh, circumstance. Yeah, yeah, I got a new whip. There you go. <laughs> That's the last time you can use that. For the you give rest me a, of the year. Give me a quota of times I can say the W word. And I just used my last one. All right, so I'm going to ask you this question. You don't even care I'm about the car? Be... You know, no, is... I'm done with it. Oh I'm done with it. Tell I me just, what it is. I'm going to drive you home tell me, your, you tell me your name. You didn't even name it I didn't yet. name it yet. Yes. What do you think we should name it? I don't know. This is your car. It's your beauty, your whip. Yo, what, what if I had a kid and I didn't know what to name it? I just came to you and I said, you have to name the kid. I'm giving you one hour and just sit there and like think of the best name you can think of. Am I getting one? Is this what the t- the podcast is going to become? Yeah, at least naming, he's pregnant. Yeah. Naming, <laughs> yeah, naming yeah. your kid slash car. Um, I don't know. Like, what's what? Does your dad have names for his car? No, I, I wasn't really being that serious when I was telling you come up with a name for it. My dad had names for all of his really? cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're mostly. I feel like, I feel like if you, you can have a name for a car if you bought like buy a beat up car and then you fix it up. It's like saying you can only name your kid if they're adopted. No. 
What? Just because, because like, they're new doesn't mean you can't name there's them. There's also a difference between a kid and a car, man. It's like practically you have, the you same practically thing. have to name a kid. <laughs> Cars are more romantic if you want to name it. I guess it's your first car, so you can you can call her. Do you think that's that's also like on the boundary line of dorky? So I don't know. It's up to you at your discretion. Do you think that's going to be a, you want to be a thing like in ten years where people are going to stop naming kids? No. Well, I, I feel like. Why would that be a thing? Well, at all? okay, so just indulge me here for a second because I think names. You know how I was telling you about that whole Tinder thing where you can just like a lot of people from like Middle Eastern backgrounds or Indians can change their name to like a random sounding white name and get way more people to like swipe right, left, or whatever, right? So I feel like a name actually prejudices a lot of things, and so it's not that much of a stretch to think like some progressive like family would be like, we're not naming them. They're just... I mean, legally, you have to name your kids. I mean, legally, you and have also, to do a lot of things. I mean, right? also, what there's if in this... in the future, you don't have to name kids? You just They're just people. Yeah, but John there's also a practical perspective of calling somebody. What are you going to call them? Number. Yeah, but that's there's no heart and there's no soul into no, that. So, what, but who cares about the name? You, you don't use their number to call them. You, you yeah, say, but baby you're, you're you're trying to you're bro, trying to make this bro number twelve seventy four, bro and gal. I don't uh, know. You lose. You, I agree that there's no, um, you lose any kind of uniqueness. Um, not to say that names are everything, but there it's not going to be a robotic. You know, clean machine world where everyone's going to be the same and where the exact same thing. There's going to be differences, and that's what you. Yeah, but the difference that names are superficial is what I'm trying to get at. That's not where we should look for differences. I I don't think that's it, but I think that's something. I don't know. You don't pick your own name. That's like your no, complete a, parents doing. It seems weird that we. Yeah, it's arbitrary. So but there's so much arbitrariness in in terms of things that become sentimental too. It's just another another one on the list. And names are in particular like. To associate with a number just feels like you're. You don't have to associate with a number. You just don't associate with anything. Like, but then, how? What do I call you? Like twelve? Like no, you don't call me a number. Why do you keep focusing on this? Yeah, but if you're practically, if you're in, like you already have a number. I can call you by your sin number if I want to. If you're at a picnic, what are you going to call me? Nine nine six seven eight seven. Call you man or bro. Man or bro. There's five hundred bros there with me. So from the context, I call you like yo short. Dude. That's so ridiculous. No, <laughs> that's like not not practical in any way. So I agree. It's I a li- like hundred percent think it's like a silly idea. Not even give you any like balance. No. Of, <laughs> Don't you think? But all. what about that point about the whole? Ten, you know, like there's people prejudice names, right? So sure, that's fine. But there's going to be prejudice in the world. It's also things are just going to be unfair. There's going to be attractive people. There's going to be ugly people. There's going to be names that are prejudiced. There's going to be names that aren't. I th- Hopefully, are going to be be trying to sift out people that are prejudiced towards your name and even if it's like unconscious yeah you know hopefully things will change in time but for the people that th- are doing it then fine that's people that so, you're not going to be talking to and that's so okay i would be interested there's probably plenty of really social smart animals that for all we can understand do not have any sort of naming structure for but they can still do a lot of the same things. They can communicate, but they just don't have specific names. And it feels like names are maybe archaic. Like a lot of it is like family, honor, and all this stuff. You know, like no, but they're also practical, man. Like specifically to talk about somebody when they're not there as well. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to refer to them as? How do dolphins do? How do how do elephants? They don't do have it? as rich of a social structure and stories and presence of mind yeah. and theory of mind. I, to the, how are we going to talk about five different people when they're not here? Like, 
people that you knew from your undergrad class, somebody that I met once that is a good friend of yours, that I, how, how are you going to refer to them? How do you refer to like four different Georges? Say you have two friends who are both Yeah, so you Georges. say George from this place or you refer so why other does, details. So then remove it? George. Why can't you just say the guy from this place? Yeah, but there's lots of guys from different places. There's still that one basic tenant that you need. It's an easier filter than it is from this place. I don't know. That's, I that's bet a secondary the, thing. I bet there are cultures in the world where names – so like in Thailand or – maybe it's not Thailand. There's some country where like like 40% of the phone book has the same last name and so it's like a, it's a major difficulty for like databases. I think that's silly. There's probably it's impractical too. Yeah. Like you should have more unique names if anything. Okay. So we, we started on cars and got to not naming our kids. Let's and get with to that, that, let's get, let's to, get to the topic. All right, we're doing a bit question. more structure this time. Not at all, clearly. We're supposed to start with a question. I had a burning thing on my mind we needed to talk about. <laughs> it's a dumb name idea. Yo, I asked <laughs> you to name the car and you didn't want to. So I, I told you hold the whole dorky paradox that you have with the car name. Just do it. Just do you it. You have let's a sexy start name. Start, right. start the structure. Okay. So we're going to start with uh, what you introduced this whole topic as, the question related to that. What are two possible high-level pursuits that you could see yourself doing in life? Valentin Paratrukin. Same question with low-level pursuits. Okay, so high-level pursuits is promoting vegetarianism. Okay. Uh, that's one. Define uh, high-level and low-level. So, so, so high-level for me is sort of living your life by um, more long-term goals that's sort of my or like not just long-term but vague vague ideas that you want to just sort of push towards whereas low level is sort of you understand what you're doing day to day right so high level you you may have not have no idea what you're going to be doing in a particular mm-hmm. day like what does it mean to advocate you know vegetarianism for instance i, I don't know what I'm going to be doing day to day, but I want to do that as it's, it's sort of that like cliche of someone working for like a law firm that does environmental law or whatever. Right. And they want to, they just want to be a lawyer who's going to be like a good lawyer fighting mm-hmm. that type of idea. They don't know what they're going to be doing. They might be, you know, doing a number of different things, but the high level stuff will still translate to low level tasks. Yes. Right? Of course. It's so, but I think split. another thing I would add to that is high level also deals with, uh, bigger groups of people typically like it's a mm, bigger idea yeah, yeah. Um, that is Wait. spread like sp- it's easier to spread almost like it, it, yeah. it goes like you know curing cancer or sp- stopping a disease or um, helping nourish the world like I don't know just different yeah. types of agreed more like honestly high and bigger is another word that's connotated with it yes. and low level is like granular and like you know narrower in terms of like who your population is and who you're trying to serve totally and, agreed and I, and I think that's pretty intuitive i think for me at least it's very right. clear right? i just i just wanted to you know, well let me finish some... answering you though yeah yeah sure i just so, wanted to get the definitions before yeah, yeah, you get yeah. into so more to, answers so and uh, let me just adjust that actually not promoting vegetarianism but uh, actually, what I would change that into is um, working to develop alternative meat sources, actually. I think that's a more compelling thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one would be uh, working towards creating more autonomous systems that can help people um, day to day. So that includes things like self-driving cars and things that interact with people. 
Um, so there's, there's two high-level goals. Low-level goals, I think we both share the same type of low-level shit. Like, um, so say what those... uh, create, like, uh, get much better knife skills and create, like, um, like really good meal plan for next week. <laughs> um, or, like, so maybe the best way to say is not a goal, but, like, a career path, right? So my, my low-level career path would be, like, I just want to, like, cook, right? So that's, like, I know what I'm going to be doing in a day. I want to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing would be, um, I want to, uh, I don't know, I'll choose one thing. I, I want to film things and be like, a just create movies for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. That, those are my two low, low, low things. I don't know what the movies, I'm not pushing some like higher agenda. I just think it'd be super cool to like create movies and cook really well. Mm-hmm. Those are like two low level things. So, and the only one of those things that you're doing actually for your career, not for your hobbies and interests, are the autonomous stuff. Yeah. Right. So, I have to choose one of those things. So, but that's for your career. But that, that's kind of what I kind of got into as well. Uh, and currently, you have one of these, you know, goals that you're going to have or these pursuits that you're going to have that's going to take over the majority of your career or your work life. But there's well, like plenty of... I don't know if of, it is or it's not. But yeah, yeah. There's pardon? a possibility. Are you saying like that's what's going to happen in my career. I mean, ideally it's a possibility if that's something that's important to you. Right. I wouldn't use the word ideally, but it's definitely, that's why I caveated if that's something that's important to you, but it's also that define important. Who who knows? Yeah. But now you're just becoming (laughs) semantic at the point where you can't even have a conversation. Define conversation. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It's always such a, you know, pseudo deep level thing. Wait, 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 define this. (laughs) And you're like, what? When are you going to have a The biggest way to piss off someone, just say with all due respect, and then just say to define everything they say. (laughs) Well, define, define breakfast. You know, with all due respect, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) You just say, calm down, calm down, relax. Yo, just relax, man. Relax. Um, What about you? You can give me your two, your four things. So I, I want to say one thing about um, the high-level stuff, though. I think a big reason why people get wrapped around, I think a lot of people like love the idea of high-level stuff is because it's a lot easier and sexier to understand and market to the masses. Like yeah. It's really, okay. really easy to say, I, I want to do this big, huge, um, you know, really, really often difficult goal and you almost have a sense of accomplishment by just saying it out loud to people and that mapping to granularity um map sorry what do you mean like the mapping to day-to-day granularity of tasks uh isn't as important and it's i think it's sexier the other way around for low-level goals for the best of the best like people who are really really good at what they do and there's this idea of um, this is why I also asked you, which one are you doing? You're doing one high level stuff. Yeah. It's, it, it's this idea of why it's so great for the the few that are the best of the best um, doing the low level. So like the cooks the or best the musicians, the right? World. The cooks or the musicians or any people like you know, visual artists. Yeah, directors. Yeah. Because it's there. There requires some risk in actually pursuing that and failing and not making it or being that starving artist and not having your Maslow's hierarchy of needs fulfilled and not being practical. Like we're not even talking about practical jobs that aren't related to high level or low level um, so ideals. Wait, so, so what you so saying I'm, about low level jobs? I'm saying or that it's, it's kind of like there's this kind of 
inverse relationship in terms of what's sexy and what's not it's for the masses it's it's hard to like really say okay yeah you know i cook and people are like okay or like i'm a writer yeah. like yeah buddy yeah you are you know like there's not there's not that same appreciation versus like if somebody says you know i'm doing i, I want to educate um india i want to do that and like you, it's easy to say that in a blanket statement like linguistically too yeah um, and I, I think it, it, it you're right like it comes down to just imagining what you're doing day to day like when you say you're a writer um most people say well i could be a writer like you know there's nothing inherently difficult about being a writer like mm-hmm. in, in, as a concept whereas when you say like i want to feed kids in india people go like i don't even know how it start like like whoa do you just call some like you know it, you get mm-hmm. into that whole like it, it seems like such a nebulous task that it starts being overwhelming and people just shut down and go like oh you know i just go to work and come home and like feed the kids and whatever right and it's, i mean it's easy to compliment and it's easy to compliment yourself yeah. if that's something uh you you want to do or is that something you want to say so I mean that's that's one um I I get but just a quick comment I get that whenever I say aerospace so yeah. I tell someone like it doesn't even matter what I say after that they're just like what do you do and I go like aerospace and they go like whoa and it's like that same reaction every time it doesn't even matter what I'm I could be like I, I just clean like the inside of jet engines with my tongue and they'd be like whoa whoa <laughs> right right yeah and I think that also relates to the point that you brought up in one of the posts of when we talked about universal basic basic income and more of it uh, idealistic um world if if it actually would work and it would be uh, functional and people would like there would be more equality and it would be a better base of capitalism all of that you mentioned uh, a reference to her and like oh you're dating your OS or like yeah yeah. yeah, or oh you're you know he doesn't have a job he's just what is he just uh, doing some like visual art on the side like there isn't that you have it kind of take it poke that hole of the romance of risk taking, yeah. and it, it kind of ties into the um, the same idea of like that the utilitarian um, poke. Uh, what was that the tool that I ran in with a horribly worded thing? Utilitarian that some, some. something something the forever tweaking a hindsight driven utilitarian analysis tool. Yeah, how about you? So, do you have any? Uh, let's talk more concretely here. Do you have any like family members that you don't really know what they do? They're kind of a little sketchy, maybe. Me, <laughs> yeah, I guess you're the one. <laughs> I'm definitely the one. Yeah, yeah. Not on you're the sketchy uncle. So I have an uncle. Um, yeah, sketchy uncle relative to like 99 doctors in my family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're not like yeah. like my uncle like sells like like Russian dude like illegally downloaded like shit that he just likes like he he once upon a time he was uh, actually has like a degree in chemistry and he like you know whatever he had like a real job for a while and then uh-huh. just recently he's just. I don't know. He's got like some weird funds, like retirement fund. I'm probably writing him out. Like there's going to be FBI yeah. after him. But uh, anyways, he's just like this guy. You don't tell on him. Then. But it's very much like that. It's like, oh, you're, you've got like, how's that? Like, what does he do all day? Like, what's like, he's like, you know, in his fifties, uh-huh. he's not married anymore. And, uh, but it reminds me of that. Like, I just think about it. I'm like, I wonder like how he sustains himself like he just has like small incomes here and there like very similar to you yeah <laughs> um like airbnb here part-time job here blah 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 so i yeah i think that's already sort of happening there's but the thing is i think I, by the way i think that's great i mean i as long as you can you're surviving off of it 
Um, I don't. It's part of like I don't know if it's other, great or not. It's not necessarily bad, is what I think you're trying to say. It no, could, it could I be think good or bad. It, it could it's be not good or bad. Necessarily bad. Sure. And lots of people think right away, like, oh, that's terrible. Like, I hope he finds a stable job and like. Well, I mean, you know, it's also it's just contextually dependent on people's own, you know, risk taking ability. How much stability is needed in their life? Like, do they have kids? not just ability, but just history? Or like, some people are thrust into risk. Like, sure. Yeah, there's just so much yeah. context involved yeah. in all of that that it's right. just it's really hard to say it's if it's good or bad. I mean, the, the baseline would be if if you are surviving and if you are living the life that makes you content and all right, then it's all right. Then it's all right. But I think that's the pro- that's the difference, though, right? Like when I was talking about her. The idea of dating an OS doesn't really have like a, a predecessor, right? There's no thing that you're fighting against with that idea. It's it's just like it's a new thing. It's completely new and people don't really know what to think. Whereas with this minimum basic income, it's it's very related to welfare. And welfare already has just this terrible – mark. something else I brought up. Just this – Especially in the U.S., I think in other countries, especially in in Europe and someone in Canada, it's it's better. It's more balanced. But people just have this association with, you know, just uh, like leeches of society. And yeah, I mean, I, I that's just, what the I think. Is, that's fundamentally silly, though. Like it's, it's whether you think to, that or not. I just think the minimum. I, I I think most. If you ask like anybody who's you know, educated or whatever you want to call it, they'll have the same response. But I think I understand fundamentally that feeling of like, if you're, cause I mean, how do, if you're not doing anything, it but feels, that's, that's part of the thing that I don't think it would be a society where people wouldn't be doing anything. It would just be a lot of the things wouldn't be, there wouldn't be a possibility to do the same things that you had before. And it's a lot different than what it's been in the past when there's been disruptions in the industry. And it's like we're talking about... Sorry, you mean you like, know, you mean a society where everyone has a guaranteed income? That yeah, and, it thinks, and things are automated. And it's like, unless you're an entrepreneur uh, or getting into creating jobs in the new economy or there is a, the highly... Jobs. Pardon? I thought there were no jobs. Yeah, well, there's still going to be a baseline level of jobs and also like um, human level jobs that are always needed, like caretaking. And yeah. uh, so there's like a whole list well, of Well, caretaking them. could probably be automated. What part of caretaking can't be automated? Well, people, it, it's in demand. I would imagine that there is a human element to caretaking that would never leave. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like eventually that could Well, be, now yeah. we're just like getting off sidetracked sorry yeah um you know engineer always technical set yeah but you know it's hard to keep track of the stack frame now i don't know where we left off yeah, yeah, yeah i don't yeah, have this yeah. like perfect yeah, drop in like cs terms on our <laughs> poor audience yeah, yeah. Well, stack frame there's there's like two people who probably would know it or one yeah. person who listens and does our, know it yeah yeah yeah, uh, um, yeah i don't know what i was saying though we were talking about something that's true i yeah. agree with that I had a nectarine. It's delicious. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, no, you were talking about the minimum basic, basic income society and how – well, like for me – Oh, right. Um, I, I think there would still be um, – you'd have to be way more creative in terms of coming up with different ways for people to be involved and still have a functioning society and do things and contribute and have it's that same thing of paradox of work and paradox of leisure and find some sort of Venn diagram middle that it's still there is productivity even in there whether it's like zero things over the top 
um, low level stuff that communities do and that are incentivized and they're still active and they work and that's needed for people and they yeah. still have enough leisure time and not working the same amount that we do now and for people who are greedy and want to pursue the American dream in like the good sense of the American dream and just want to create You're stuff doing all this normative what, what is a good sense what does that mean like the, the sense that isn't like driven by greedy cap, like greedy desires to just like want more and more and more but like the ones to like create something and what's wrong greed is good what's wrong with greed greed is good to a certain in moderation sure like you want to protect your own but then after a certain point it just becomes uh, useless is okay. a line I mean because you just put square quotes around good anyways um <laughs> No, I mean that's an interesting point. You, you're just you're throwing around terms I think that are more subtle, but I, I understand what you're saying. Um, but I, I was so th- this just came to my head here, and so we already have people who don't do anything all day. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to piss off a lot of people right now, but no, they do lots of stuff, but they don't work traditional jobs, and that's like uh, people on mat leave, right? Or or. Uh, yeah, well, those are like is a really good reason why they're on. No, yeah. sure, but okay, sorry, sorry, not not <laughs> not, not necessarily. Sorry, now. actually, that's not the example I want to say. Yeah. Not mat leave, but yeah. just stay at home moms, for instance, right? That um, are not the type of stay at home mom that's like has to stay at home because they have four kids or whatever. No, just like a, a typical mom who just doesn't do anything. Um, and there's some well, level I'm, there. I, I hate to be the stupid sorry, politically sorry. correct person because I'm not that at all. But they don't. I just know from my sister who works part time as a dentist, and even no, she's no, at home. And like a, that's different. Yeah, okay, yeah. but I know like lots. But of even parents, people, even like my mom who doesn't do anything, does a lot. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. there's. I, I mean, because you were substituting that work for the father who would have to be at home to do it. If you sure, I don't mean to say anyone who's staying at home is doing nothing. I know. I I just I, I don't know. There's, well, there's there's a certain person came out of it that I don't know why. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I, I understand that, but I think there's a certain amount of it's not really what you need to do. Um, like, there's not. I don't think you need to fill your time. I think you need to have a feeling that you belong in the society. Right. Because people, like, when you say, oh, I'm a mat leave, they're not like, oh, like, I hope you're not, like, doing nothing all day. No, they just understand that, you know, this is, like, a valuable thing and we have to raise our child, children, and blah, blah, blah. So I think it's a similar idea here where it's not just, like, finding things for people to do. It's more that having that perspective when you tell somebody that, they go, like, oh, it's, it's an immediate just, that's okay, that's like an acceptable thing, and and what's because, not an acceptable acceptable thing for you right now? I think if someone tells me like, oh, I just I don't honestly, I'm really lazy, and welfare just gets me by. Well, what if it's not welfare? What if they just have some shitty job? I mean, that's fine. I so that that's different. I think I think it would be well, and I would say like, well, like why why do you have that? But that's if, just what they pressed. like. Yeah, if they, that's what they like. Yeah. You can't like, well, judge no, them. I really like ambitions. So, so I think for us, uh, this is a bad thing because for us, we're not, we understand that kind of thing. But you, we have to really probe the like fundamental feelings of like, inter- when we say acceptable, we're, we're not the type of people who are going to be like, oh, fuck you. Um, but it, I mean, it's, it's really difficult in this new world. I mean, we're talking about like how many, if it's like, you know, 70 years later, 50 years later, 200 years later, we don't know what world it is. A thousand years later. It's hard to, you know, gauge what is going to be even like the norms of that society. And then on a different level. No, I know. I'm talking uh, honestly. Yeah. And then on a different level, uh, it's also just like economically hard at that point to know 
uh, or to to expect people to contribute to society in the same way that you do now when most of the things aren't you aren't able to do it in the same way so you'd almost have to create these like local communities that have some fundamental tasks that need to be done by people that can't be otherwise automated or, or shouldn't be otherwise automated because like yeah what is it going to be just like busy wanna, jobs that's, yeah that's what, already a thing like there's lots of busy jobs that but like good create. like almost zero inspired busy jobs like things that are like you know you, you could do you like, could that's do like in a paradox that's a that's a uh what's the word that means oxymoron like a, there's no such thing as a Jiro inspired busy. Like his whole job is not a busy job. He like everything. I'm sure he like creates is for sure. A purpose. But my point is that it, like do more of that instead of like just making craft dinner out of the box. You know, make craft dinner from scratch that care, that you know has a little bit more romantic touch to it for your community center. Like I'm, yeah, uh, that's maybe, the type of maybe yeah. Well, what about this point? Okay, so this is something we didn't bring up. And I really sh- think we should have. I don't remember where it was. Maybe it was in that article you sent about um, the paradox of, of work, right? Or the um, Both paradox of work and paradox of leisure. Right. So a lot of the scientific uh, discoveries and various contributions to society during the Renaissance and, and afterwards, so like 17th, 18th, 19th century, mm-hmm. were made by people who did not work. They were like aristocrats who had really rich families and they literally did nothing all day mm-hmm. except, well, a lot of them just went to dinner parties, but other people who were curious would, you know, have the money to create whatever labs and stuff like that. And so that's another sort of, I, I've heard this used as, um, I think it was on Freakonomics as uh, one of the main pros that's not maybe intuitive for something like a minimum basic income because um People have this assumption that, well, if you're not going to work, you're not going to be contributing to society. Whereas if you look historically, some of the most influential, important discoveries of the last 300 years were made by people who literally just had free time on their hands. Right. Universities were all about just people with free time, right? It wasn't like a necessary thing for a job. It was people with free time who wanted to learn. Yeah, and even just think about where Never From Concentrate came from. It yeah. came from uh, us doing it not being told as an assignment to write or doing it in school well, they came ourselves yeah it was just from like the fun of it the romance of it the enjoyment of our conversations and bringing it down to you know more of a productive i don't think and, it was the romance i think you're saying that romance i think it was it's no more i torture. for me for me it was it's like, romance after the fact you're like oh we do of this course thing. but yeah, it's yeah. also remote romance before the fact because you don't know you're about to torture yourself yeah. you're just like oh i can i can say i write a little bit now yeah, there yeah. you go look at oh, yeah. i have people have this image of like a writer like with like your fucking cigarette or something like in <laughs> black and white like, yeah but uh, anyways that's what i mean that's what um get, like that downtime or that leisure time that we had to be able to even do this in a non-forced setting gave it its like the love that we have for it or like when we didn't do it we we kind of wanted to do it because it wasn't forced and that's exactly what would happen a lot more and also the other point i would say is that you know people would still say oh yeah but there's still gonna be people who are just not gonna do anything so what yeah like that there's just going to be that in every society. There's that. In, there already is people. Yeah, but like, what would you rather have? Would you rather have poverty or that? Like, would yeah. you have, like what? What are you choosing between? It's just there's not going to be you know every single like, and that's probably like just like taking a step back in general. Whenever you think about 
higher level society planning or like these kinds of discussions we have like you know what is this what is the goal for it is it this utopic ending that we see no there is going to be in any structure that you have that's why you say capitalism yeah. right now is the best worst um or sorry the best of the worst, best of the worst right yeah. yeah it's not perfect but it's what we got and we we'll probably have to adjust it and i still think that that it has tenants in this new or it has like a place in even in a minimum basic income society it just needs to be addressed once a lot of the jobs in the you know the middle class will be gone yeah and and also like i think we should keep in mind so the the fundamental thing we're dealing with as a society is surplus value right so and that's a relatively recent thing like in like we haven't had this much surplus just food and economic value for a long time it's maybe in the last 50 years where it's really skyrocketed and now we're just dealing with these efficiency problems right like how do we actually distribute all right. this excess value so it's not just the top 1% or top 0.1% which whatever. is what it's heading towards and the other scary thing that we haven't talked about is that anything even in your in one of your posts or my posts um we wrote you know, you can imagine the world, um, the Western world being in this kind of, you know, utopic um, dreamland where yeah, you have all this leisure, that, yeah. leisure time. But There's what no about problem. the entire rest of the world that isn't? Like, is it going to even be even worse for them? Because if there isn't any regulation, if there isn't any automa- uh, automation control or redistribution that's thoughtful for the poor, it's just going to be even worse. Like if you don't control for it, it's going to go into crazier and crazier extremes. And then, well, yeah, you know, it's hard to take away that power. But I mean, that's, it's, so there that's, isn't any. Um, yeah. So final point on that, uh, the book, I've, I think I brought up a few different podcasts, but Sapiens is one of my favorite nonfiction books. He brings up the fact that, so during the um, industrial revolution, there are a bunch of countries that just missed it to so like China. And they took him a long time to catch up with the rest of the Western world. And his argument was now there's we're in the midst or at the beginning of a technological sort of AI type revolution. And this time the rate of change is so high that countries that just missed the boat this time will not be able to catch up. And it's very unclear what's going to happen to countries that, you know, it's just so much more efficient once we have certain technologies that the countries that don't have that, it's very hard to understand what's going to happen to them um, when, like, you know, whole nations are going to just have no jobs for anybody because everything's automated. Right. Um, anyways, that's a good... I mean, an example of that right now is Saudi Arabia. Uh, their their entire... Titanium Ferraris and shit. No, their entire most of their population is supported by oil. Oh well, yeah, yeah. And the entire almost the entire economy is uh, their government employees, and a lot of them don't do anything, and they get paid. It was I I think it was um, Planet Money podcast that I was listening to, like NPR. We can't just reference other podcasts. We have Uh to actually. I'm just telling. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to tell you what where (laughs) my source knowledge is coming from. You should check it out. It was it was just interesting though because they had that exact same framework, but for the most part they they were okay. But since the dollar went down and like oil was kind of shaky, then like everybody was freaking out and not knowing what the hell to do. So, I I mean, it's it's shaky in terms of like once your resource or your automation or whatever you're relying on just kind of disappears, and what the hell do you do? Um, Or 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 it appears somewhere else and you don't have it. 
Uh, let me tell you about the life dream, though, before we get to the final speed round of questions. Okay, okay. So just to tell people what that means, we're doing the structure thing where we're going to end the podcast with a speed round that I'm going to ask Ratchet a bunch of questions. But before we do that, your story. Go ahead. It's not a story. Uh, don't, don't, don't build it up. Sorry, this is literally what I want to... What, what, it's just a life dream that I want to do, and it's a very low-level thing. It's a life dream or it's an actual dream you had? Life dream that I want to do. Like, oh, so. like a, a dream project that I want to... Okay. Um, it's very simple. I just want to buy a bunch of... Like a big piece of land um, somewhere close to Toronto. Take the notebook? I'm uh, going to build a house for a girl? Well, no, build a house for a girl. Build a house for me. <laughs> if there's a girl involved, that'd be great. Hopefully there's a girl involved. <laughs> that's the but, best motivation, right? That's like step three of uh, losing weight. Yeah. <laughs> get, build get, house. Get, get your heart broken. Yeah, get yeah. your heart broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a, I think that's I've cool. also... I think also just like in the spirit of that dream, I thought about... That's super low level. That's yeah. like you know exactly what you're doing every day. Um, I, I thought about even well, when not. I had... When I was much younger, and I think this is like a, a thing that probably... Uh, it's a it's a typical pattern I would imagine with people for young young Indian boys. No, for people uh, <laughs> that they think of high level idealistic dreams when they're you know young and uh, learning new ideas and getting educated, and then slowly there's like some level of cynicism that comes across that yeah, just I, turns into. Sorry to derail your story, but just wait one second before I forget this. I just thought of an amazing way to troll your kids is. Um, you know, like people in classes will ask, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You should tell your kid to answer when someone asks him that, that he just wants to be on welfare. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, in grade one, they, like, go around the circle, and then he goes, I want to be on welfare. And you have to give him, like, backup responses, too. Yeah, like, yeah. no, no, you need to become your own person. Yeah, like, give me a firefighter. No, I just want to live off of the state income. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's part of like you know like you you even society instills all this ide- idealism into everybody yeah, yeah. that it like kind of diminishes afterwards and like why not just start from like the low right there <laughs> yeah, just yeah. go on welfare and like build a shed. Um, no, but that's I think that's what happened to me too because so, I, so I wait, cared about a lot of high level stuff when I was younger. Even so how's this uh, related to the house? That's where I got to that. Like I I wanted to like do the whole like educate more poor kids and stuff and like there's all this struggle of like okay so you're gonna build a house for yourself to educate poor kids no you're gonna keep interrupting me and i'm not gonna finish the fucking story (laughs) (laughs) and i'll probably stab you before this end of this before we get to the speed round kids got claws yeah i got claws (laughs) don't stop interrupting me sorry keep going keep going i don't even know what i'm saying now what's your life dream you're taking a long time to explain this life dream. If your life dream can't be explained... It's not the life dream. I already explained the life dream in the first sentence. I'm telling you how... sentences? How you get there. Okay, go on. I don't know where I'm going on. Just go to the fucking speed room. Okay. Uh, this is a little bit of a bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm being a little catty right now to this I know, I know. Valentino. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to do... Um, before Roger stabs me, um, we're going to do a speed round. And so I've got a bunch... Stop reading the questions, man. Why are you looking at my screen? <laughs> I just got excited. Dude, don't look at my questions. I want you this to be like I know, natural. I know, but I just got excited. There's okay. so many questions. Okay, okay. So speed round. It's going to be 10 questions. Um, I'll just shoot them at you super quick. Try to answer within 10, 15 seconds. All right. How much money after tax do you need to live per month? So like what, what is an amount that I could give you and you'd be totally comfortable uh, Canadian dollars right now after tax, just like no tax involved. This is the amount I'll give you cash. 
How much do you need a month? Uh, twenty two hundred. That's like an educated like number. That's not just a random guess. Twenty two hundred. Yeah. That's like low. That's what I'm talking about. Like so for the rest of your life is what I mean. Like oh, for the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay, then more than that, it'd be thirty five hundred if I'm gonna have thirty five hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. Uh, okay, now it's just a bunch of would you rather's, right? Okay. Quick. So just would you rather, and then a quick explanation why. Okay. Three star Mich- Would you? So this is would you rather be a three star Michelin chef or an influent- influential CEO of a company that's making a worldwide three, impact? Three star Michelin chef, hundred percent. Okay. Why? That's way cooler. I like cooking. Okay. Um, would you rather be Usain Bolt? Love cooking. Usain Bolt or Michael Phelps? Usain Bolt. Why? He's just the fastest man in the world, man. Michael Phelps got more medals, though. It doesn't matter. You're the fastest man in the world, which is something so primitive about that. You can't translate. Uh, okay. I think I, I wanted to... Okay, let's go on. I kind of wanted that question to go somewhere else, but it's okay. Okay, next one. This one's kind of... I don't know if it's going to work, but we'll see. Honest blue-collar worker with a family of crooks or a manipulative businessman with an honest family? What would you rather be? The first one. So an honest blue-collar worker with a family crooks. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you rather be a pedantically annoying extrovert or a spineless introvert? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> now you got to choose. Okay, the first one. Why? Because uh, you made me choose. <laughs> no, why? So why did you choose that one? Why not the other one? If you, if you uh, sp- what does spineless introvert mean? It means mean? Like someone says you can't like stand up for yourself ever. I don't like that. So you'd rather be the like, is it like a macho thing? Is that why you're saying that? No, I don't want to be either. So that's what I want to clarify. But just relative to like not having anything to say but for what, myself. What made you push to one side? Like you had to choose. What? What? what it was, you literally said, and I chose it. Now I'm arguing in hindsight. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. that's um, the honest truth. So would you rather lie to a loved one or be lied to by loved ones? Lied to by loved ones. Ignorance is bliss. And you're also, the next and also, guilt is horrible okay if you could only can't per- sleep if you could only purchase one thing uh with un- unlimited budget but only one thing what would it be purchase one thing with just the- one thing that you could carry let's say so it can't be a car or a house I- one thing unlimited budget <sighs> that i could carry now i don't know is this, this is a silly question i would just i would probably say like like some super rare metal or something but yeah i, I was trying to think yeah, of like yeah. Something that basically I could resell and think about this question. No, later. okay, no, 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 something like okay, something you can order on Amazon. Let's make that concretely. Unlimited funds. Unlimited funds. Something you can order on Amazon. Is there one thing that you think would make your life amazing right now? I just, it's sort of like this cap. I want to understand like what is it like you know if you're gonna have a minimum basic income, what is it that or if you have unlimited money, what are you gonna buy? Is it gonna be a car? Is it a like, what do you need in your life that's, like, a material right, thing? Right, right now, they're all very, like, cheap things. I have a wish. You want me to show you my wish list? No, we're right not now? going to your wish list. Okay, so they're all, like, small list. things. There's no there, big there's thing no you can buy. There's no huge thing. You don't want a car. I want to buy the, you know, we'll buy a piece of land. You can't buy it on Amazon. <laughs> Why? They don't have real estate sales on Amazon? Well, it's not prime, so you wouldn't get the free shit. I'll buy a piece of land. You said there's no Amazon in your question earlier. Um, okay, live in internal world peace or eternal war? Uh, eternal world peace or eternal war? Yeah. Think about that one. I think immediately, like, of course, peace, but maybe not. That kind of sounds boring. No, I'd still say peace. I like nice things. Okay. Um, save two things that you own from a fire. 
Doesn't matter about weight or volume. Like, I assume well, uh, that you can carry them out. My laptop, my phone. <laughs> 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 They're just the most expensive <laughs> and like practical. Okay. Yeah. Uh, burn two things that you own that are over a hundred dollars and not furniture. Like this shitty suit that I have. Okay. Okay, this question was bad. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. We, I made these up super quick. So something, something else that you don't need that you think you can just burn and it won't matter. Um, I I recently went through a huge garbage dumping experience of like, does this bring me joy? If not, I'm gonna throw it in the garbage. So oh, like yeah, everything, like, every, like yeah. So everything, mostly that I have now, it, yeah. like is necessary. Um, I did have a lot of shit that I didn't need that I either threw away. Or Inefficiencies, like, man. Even us who like barely make any money compared to a lot of people in the West. Still, I still feel like I don't like, and I have more stuff than you. But I, like right now, I feel like literally I'm way too spoiled, and I have I do not need anything else like physically. No. And also, like for me, I, I I don't know. I that's this is very hyper specific. I just love um, building stuff that relatively you could get it's like cheaper. A new thing. Yeah, it's a, I need my drill back. Sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, building stuff that I that is way cheaper, obviously, when you build it. That the satisfaction that you get for the actual creation of it, that yeah, it's just like there's. That's why you know the dream is to build Dr. a house and like, and also just like the, the creative aspect of it. And then from that, everything that I basically want, I can make for so little, like and that well, are that's well, not most not true. not everything, but like a lot of the things sure, that I yeah. want. Yeah. Um, like a lot of things I want right now are currently furniture related, so that makes furniture. it a little bit really like no, no. I said burn two things, not create two things. Yeah, no, no. But we're, oh, you I, mean we like moved, we moved yeah, on from? Yeah, I see, I see. Yeah, so I, I think most of my questions were sort of spirited in that idea of like I just feel like there are so many inefficient and even like I just feel we don't do enough to really spread the wealth. Like even just like normal people, not even normal people, like us, right? We don't have that much money, but we could still donate like probably half our income and be relatively okay. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I just, I, I guess this is what I was trying to get at before you kept interrupting me. Was um, it's hard to? Um, I gave you a dirty look while I said that, <laughs> just so everybody knows. Uh, it's hard to. For me to like once I realized there's no utopia, it was a really heartbreaking, like serious moment. Why don't you just go uh, moment. Um, oh, utopia! Utopia, yeah. It's not. It's not from concentrate, man. Come on, I don't drink that utopia. We don't shit. that shit. Freshly squeezed, man. Yeah. Um, That'd be a good like a comedy autobiography or something like. Um, Freshly squeezed. Utopia, dystopia, or fruitopia? <laughs> and you're just standing there with like a fruitopia bottle. With an axe on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a sad day when I realized um, there's no there's no utopic ideal that I can get to. There's always going to be poverty in the world to a certain extent. There's always going to be... Uh, <laughs> there's going to be... Uh, it's going to be the whole like attractiveness thing is horrible. Like, just, what does that mean? There, there's going to be ugly people and their lives are significantly shittier than like really attractive people. You know what would make their lives better though? What, be more attractive? No, if they had no name. <laughs> yeah, great. It'd be horrible. It'd be worse. It'd be a no-name ugly person. 
man. No. I mean, it just it, these things suck, and that's what make it makes me more cynical, and it's harder for me to like have these utilitarian um, equations that I have to balance of like, okay, they're gonna be like this much happier, but like. You know, relatively, their lives will still kind of suck. It doesn't mean uh, you shouldn't try. I know, yeah. I know that that's not definitely what it means, but yeah. I just those those equations are heartbreaking. That's why I couldn't do like if you're a leader of the world, you know, you have to make these kinds of decision calls. That's why you balance your own equations well, and you forget about you just think about. That's why I think it's it's good to think because you, you're right. You get lost in all this, like you know, trying to understand like what makes the most impact in the world. So you just you look at your own self and you say. Like specifically, like for money, right? I think this is a great example. You can just say, like, can I donate ten percent of my income to, like, you know, whatever, some trusted charity? Is that possible? Who cares about like what they do with it? All you know is that it's a trusted charity, and can I do it for myself? I feel like that's the only way to stay sane here. Otherwise, you're gonna spend like your whole, you know, dying but that, hours I mean, for me, about- yeah, but for me, that's that's not it. Like, I would, I would, I personally, my answer to that is more uh on a local level and like on a smaller scale that makes gives me more satisfaction like selfish satisfaction and also um i think has better impact for me it's mostly it's also honestly selfish like if that 10 percent gives you better satisfaction you're gonna do it it's it's that yeah that weird kind of balancing your own idea for sure i mean even charity is selfish in a way that's that whole concept but um i i like the idea of like tiny utopias that i can help create like whether it's like when you cook for somebody or you do like you know soup kitchen stuff that kind of stuff is just more tangible and and it's it's silly that you probably could have impact doing the 10 percent um of your income to whatever trusted charity you like and you could impact more people that way but I guess selfishly, it doesn't give you that same crunch. Okay. And, and the thing is that, yeah, anyways, it's not I'm so start rambling then. Uh, let's finish on a question. And uh, this is from, oh, fuck, we're, gonna, we're just dropping other podcasts. But some, Sam Harris had a really great podcast recently. And the, the guest was talking about um, uh, this altruism movement, which is about, like, you know, donating money and blah, blah, blah. Um, and one of the really interesting thought experiments um, in this sort of to try and understand how people value money is the following thing. So um, according to, I think, the Malaria Foundation, um, if you donate about $3,500, that equates to about one life because there's there's some, like, conservative estimate of, you know, they, they buy some nets or something that saves a certain amount of percentages mm-hmm. of, you know, lives, and that's about one life. Mm-hmm. And there's no real reason to value, say, like, even your own daughter – so, so it's here, just follow me here. So for, um, to value your own daughter over any other life. So say you were like this perfect person and you just valued every life the same. Mm-hmm. Here's the scenario that to most people, I think to almost everybody will seem insane. Say you're in, there's your fire, your house is burning down. It's house fire. On one hand, you have your daughter who's about to die in the fire and you have to grab her or you can grab a Picasso that's on the wall. And then sell that Picasso for a million dollars and save, I don't know, a thousand lives. The equivalent of about a thousand lives, say. You know, $3.5 million. The, almost nobody in the world would say it's your responsibility. Not even like it should be your choice. It's your responsibility to grab the Picasso because think about how much more impact you could have in the world. Because there's something built – we wouldn't want to see a world where people just leave their daughters to burn, right? 
But there's something about you know those types of equation balancing that I think is maybe not as intuitive as people think. And you're right. Like once you start doing them, it's it's very hard. It's very easy to get lost. And so I think it's but it's worthwhile to think about it and to to try to understand how you can have an impact on the world. Okay, next week's topic is fame. Question mark. <laughs>